Hey, no, is that your oh, turn yet? Yeah. This is Off Pan with I'm Steven and Lydia. Off my groove. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Hey. And here's Uncle Chris, also, to have joined us. Yes, yes. Here now. Yep. Yes. So, as you can guess, Puppet Podsters, we have Uncle Chris joining us today. It's a How did you know? Learn a guess. Him with Uncle Chris edition. It's one of those times. Do you like how uh, I said yeah. addition? Addition. Oh, it's an addition. Yes. The a special edition. Special yeah. edition podcast with learning him with Uncle Chris. Special edition. Right. We already said special edition. No, I was just doing it in a dramatic <laughs> fashion. That's very nice. Thank you. So which hymn are we going to learn? Ooh. Well, first of all, I just thought we'd refresh what a hymn is. It's a song. Yep. It's a song of praise. And uh, and we sing hymns in church. Now, some songs are not are not called hymns. They might be called worship songs or yeah, praise songs. Is there a songs. big difference on what makes a hymn a hymn? I think I like it, to say it that way. I think it can kind of be a, just kind of a matter of, of of opinion of which ones you call hymns. Or some people will get kind of technical with it and say, "Well, this musically is." Shaped like a hymn, like there's oh. different types of poetry. Oh, um, yeah, okay. So it can be, you know, maybe that would be part of someone's definition. But basically, we're talking but about a song of praise to the Lord. Now, with a hymn, you want that song of praise to the Lord to be something that is well theologically, which is a fancy Whoa, word. For, word. It's a fancy word for what you believe about God, and actually, better said, it's about it's it's what is true about God, oh. and we learn oh, yeah. that in the Bible. That and is you, a better way to put it. Yeah, it's not just about what I believe; it's, it's about what, what is what true. It's about says. what the Bible says. Well, then so, it only makes sense to have your songs come from things that you've read in the Bible. That's right. That's right. The things you've learned about God, and they can be expressions from your heart and your feelings, but they should always reflect what is true about God. You just can't have a song just about how you feel and call it a good hymn, because what if the way you feel is kind of messed up? Not that your feelings are bad, they're very important, but when you make a hymn, a song of praise about God, and maybe it reflects about how you feel, it should do both, reflect how you feel and be true, something that's true about God. Right. And that is why it's good to, if you're going to write a hymn, you might take something right from God's word and you might say it your own way. So I, I tell you what, before I tell you the hymn. Oh, you're keeping us in suspense. I am, I am. Before I tell you the hymn, I'm going to share with you today. Okay. How about, can I do the verse of the day? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought I'd do the verse first and I think we then can roll with that. show is you the, a hymn that's kind of like the uh, verse. Oh, that's cool. So okay. this, yes, this is Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. It says, it is he, talking about God, it is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, and he brings forth the wind from his storehouses. 
Ooh. How is that for a really cool description wow. of how is, God interacts with his own creation? Well, I want to know what so powerful is. A yeah, tumult. what's a tumult? Tumult is like, think of a storm. A tumult is, is thunder and lightning crashing and wind swirling. Oh. And that's a tumult. Wow. Those yeah. verses sound so powerful. That's because God is powerful. Now, that is the way it was written in God's word, the Bible. That's how Jeremiah wrote it down. But we could take that same idea, those same kinds of descriptions of God, and we can express them with our own feelings and do it in music, and that could be a hymn. See? Yeah. And that is exactly the kind of thing that a man named Isaac Watts loved to do. Oh, is that who wrote the hymn you're sharing with us today? Yes, Isaac Watts. He loved to write poetry. He wrote hymns. He wrote other poetry also. Uh, and he did that ever since he was a little boy. Now, this was a very long time ago uh, because Isaac Watts was born uh, in 1674. Wow. And then he died in 1748. So he died, well... Boy, he lived almost about 300 years ago. Wow. That's crazy. Did he write the music too or just the words for this hymn? He wrote just the words for this one. I know that happens a lot with hymns. Yeah, they put it to a tune maybe that people already know, and that makes it fast to learn. Yeah. And he he was an English man. He lived in London or was born in London, I think. And, uh, and he is sometimes called the father of English hymnody because... Hymnody. hymnody <laughs> I like if, that. <laughs> writing hymns. Yeah. Because back then, we're talking in the late 1600s and early 1700s, churches, they didn't really sing hymns very much. That was kind of an unusual thing. What and it did was, they sing? Well, if they sang together at all... Because sometimes it might Wait, be... Wait, they didn't sing together? It might be a choir that would sing. There would be music, but it wasn't always the congregants, the people coming oh, together for church. I'd have to be in the choir then because they would constantly be telling me to be quiet. And if it Lydia, was... Lydia, you can't sing right now. You're not in the choir. And if it was, a lot of times what they would do is they would sing... The Psalms. Now, we know that the book of Psalms is a book of songs. Now, we don't have the music anymore, but they would just sing those words. And they might not even sing them in a tune that was very easy. It was kind of sometimes hard to sing the Psalms because, because the poetry didn't work the same in English as it did in its original language. Oh, that makes sense. So they would sing the Psalms. And some churches... In fact, the Church of England back in Isaac Watts' time uh, was very much like this. The Church of England, the official church, uh, they they didn't sing hymns because they sang from the Psalter. Uh, and, uh, and a lot of people thought that was the only way that you should ever sing in church, was just singing the Psalms. Now, it is great to sing the Psalms. What a good thing, singing directly yeah. out of God's Word. So there's nothing wrong with good doing that. Good stuff in there. But Isaac Watts thought, you know what? I think it would be okay. And he didn't see anything wrong scripturally or theologically with singing about God truthfully true things about God that also expressed his own feelings. And there were a lot of people who agreed with him. I agree with him. There were a lot of people who didn't agree with him, but a lot of people did agree with him. So when he was writing hymns, it was, well, in a lot of circles, it was kind of a new thing. 
So the one he wrote that I'm going to talk about today, he originally put in a book that was published in 1715, and the book was called Divine and Moral Songs for Children. Ooh, uh, oh, another cool. another name I saw for the book was Divine Songs for the Use of Children. Oh, it may have been published under a couple different names, but the point is that he made this book of songs for kids. Cool. Yeah. Well, then we should definitely learn this one. Now, this one, and I know I still haven't told you. No, what it you is. haven't. You're being I'm all cryptic doing and that stuff. on purpose. Keeping this secrets. This one became really popular, not just with kids, but with grown-ups too. And it still is sung, well, I think probably pretty frequently. Just the other day, my wife and I taught this hymn to our children. We have four <gasps> did girls. Did they like it? They did. They liked it very much. And so I'll sing it for you now. It is called, I Sing the Mighty Power of God. Now, originally in the book that he, that he published, it was originally known as... Praise for creation and providence, which is, providence is God being in control. Oh. But now we know it by a different name. It's the same song. It's now called I Sing the Mighty Power of God. And like remember that. the verse of the day? Remember all yeah. those descriptions about yeah. God and how powerful he is? Thunder in the These are the things that Isaac Watts put in this song. Are you ready? Yeah. It goes like this. I sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at his command, and all the stars obey. Isn't that I cool? like yeah. that. It's I really like the part about the sun and the moon and the stars. Yeah, me too. I think I've heard there. this song before. I bet you have. I'll bet a lot of the puppet podsters have too. And maybe you I haven't, like and that's okay. It's okay that you haven't. You have now. Yeah, yeah I cool like, to learn new songs. I like how it you talks bet. about the stars and the, and the moon the obeying him. Yeah, they all obey. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, yes. You want to hear another verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got three here that, that we could sing. Now, this one is, well, they're all about how God created things. So you can think about these creations, these things he's made, as you hear them. Here's the second verse. I sing the goodness of the Lord who filled the earth with food, who formed the creatures through the word and then pronounced them good. Lord, how thy wonders are displayed where'er I turn my eye. If I survey the ground I tread or gaze upon the sky. Now, do you notice how he, Isaac Watts... He really Watts, had a way with words. He sure did. He loved to make poetry. It, all kinds of wonderful poetry Isaac Watts did. And did you notice that even though he's talking about things about God, 
And the whole focus of the song is about God. Yeah. And about things we know from God's word about how he created everything. Yeah. And how it... And God saw that it was good. Yes, yes. We read all these things in God's word. So this is a good hymn because it's talking, it's praising God directly, and it's using God's word to do it. But the fun thing that Isaac Watts liked, and you can tell in the way he wrote it, is that he is expressing it himself. He's not just saying, this is what the Bible says. Yeah, he says, I sing. I sing. The mighty power of God. I sing the goodness of the Lord. Wherever I turn my eye, I can see God's mighty hand. Yeah. So he's saying, this is what it says in the Bible. And I see it myself. If I survey, that means look around at the ground I tread, or if I gaze upon the sky. Oh, cool. Here's one more verse. Now, you've heard it a couple times. You want to try singing it too? Sure, Sure. yeah. All right. We're going to sing this last verse. See it right there? Oh, yes. There's not a plant or... Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. There's not a plant or flower below, but makes thy glories known. And clouds arise and tempests blow by order from thy throne. While all that borrows life from thee is ever in thy care. And everywhere that we can be, thou God art present there. Ooh, I like that. This is a great song. You can play this song with all different kinds of instruments, and I've heard it with different ones. I like to play it on the piano. I even like to play... surprise, surprise. Because you know I play the piano. (laughs) Yeah. you know I also play the organ. (gasps) That's right. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I don't play it as much as I used to. You don't get to hear you play it very often. I don't play as much as I used to. Yeah, you don't have an organ at your house. No, and all organs are different. Some are kind of little instruments. Some are very big and very huge, grand, powerful instruments. And if you get a really big, powerful organ, this is a really fun song to play on. <laughs> it bet. will stir you right out of your seat. Ah. Wow. Anyway, anyway, there well, you thanks, go. Thanks, Uncle Chris. You yeah. bet. I hope you enjoyed that one. There are new songs being written all the time. Uh-huh. But at one point, every song was new. When Isaac Watts was writing songs, and a lot of people were going, what is this, this new stuff? I don't know if we should should do that. I don't know if we should sing. We don't want to sing maybe new stuff. It was new then. Well, now this song is about 300 years old. <laughs> yep. And guess what? It still works because it's true. Yeah. And it's singable. It was easy to sing, fun to sing. When you have a song that is true and singable... And expresses praise to the Lord. It can last a long time. Yeah. Well, that was really great. Thank you for sharing that hymn with us. I hope you enjoyed that, Puppet Podsters. I know I did. I did, too. It's a fun one to sing, too. You should try it. There's another fun song we like to sing. Yes, we do. I don't think it's a favorite of Uncle Chris, but... It's okay. He'll learn the love it. He likes it. I mean, I can't know. believe how long this song We know you lasted. love it, Puppet Podster, so here we go.
Hey, Lydia. Hey, Steven. I have a riddle for you. All right. Go. And Uncle Chris can figure it out, too, if he wants. Oh, you can try. Uh, what has four eyes but can't see? Uh, four eyes. Mississippi. <laughs> oh. I, oh. Spill it. I have a joke. I have a question for you, I mean. All right. What kind of lights did Noah use on the ark? Uh, uh, uh what, what kind? Uh, Floodlights. Uh, <laughs> Genius. <laughs> They worked for 40 days. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I bet they weren't solar powered. No. no not. <laughs> Probably wasn't many sunny days during those rain stormy days. Oh, man. Oh, Peppa Podsters, email us. That's an order. Just kidding. That's a request. Please email us. That would be fun. <laughs> you can email <laughs> us at stevenlydiasing at yahoo.com. You can tweet us at Stephen Lydia on Twitter. Yep. You can visit our website at ghhinc.org. Check out our YouTube channel, ghhinc. Or like us on Facebook. Yep. The God's Helping Hands page. So much you can do. And if yeah. they go on Facebook, they can... They can watch you. Yes. You have oh, some, that's right. You have some videos out, Uncle Chris. Uncle yeah, piece Chris's of really good news. Piece of really good news. Once I've been enjoying watching them myself. Me too. Yep. <laughs> that was a moment of silence for you, for your videos. We, we was a dying? moment of silence? <laughs> no, we just enjoy them so much. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about yeah, it for a second. Really I lost what I was doing. Yeah. You're wrapping no, the, up. I, we are wrapping up. Yes. Yeah. I just was, yeah. Like a little present. Like a present with a bow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm responsible for the quietness. You can talk too, Steven. It's your podcast. No, I was just having a, I was just really <laughs> You're nice. having a moment too? I was just taking it we in. We were just thinking about their powerful videos, really. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> I was trying to think of which one was my favorite, and then oh. I was just like, you know what? I'm I know. Gonna, it's I'm hard to pick. Decide. I know. So check those out, Puppet Podsters. They're good. And then you too stuff. can have a moment of silence. <laughs> have a moment. Thanks for joining us, Uncle Chris. And also, you puppet podsters. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.